Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen, and as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in and downloading streaming. However you take it, my podcast, I appreciate it. Welcome. If you're new, welcome. Uh, as I always tell people, if you're new to the podcast, tell a friend, enemy, co-worker, tell somebody about this podcast. Thank you so much. I'm seeing the numbers go up and up and up. I just got to keep pushing, got to keep pressing. And uh, I'll be where I want to be. A, a couple more weeks, I'll I'll be in my studio area. I just got to get a couple more things. And uh, I'll be ready to move on and take this thing to another level. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm recording this on Wednesday because I have to drive to Rochester tomorrow, dropping miles off for a couple of weeks at my mom's. Uh, yeah, you just, uh, you know, let me just jump. Let me just jump in. For those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And today, today I'm happy to say I have a I have an elementary school graduate on my hands, folks. That's right. I have a we now have a, a middle schooler, pre-middle schooler. He hasn't gone yet. But and I, I gotta say, it's it's absolutely crazy, man. Uh, it seems like yesterday dropping him off uh, to kindergarten for the first day, you know, actually got one of my best bits out of that. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see the difference between like what that kindergarten drop off is like and that kindergarten. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, middle school drop drop off is like is I, I feel like it's going to be uh, 180. <laughs> it's going to be like because uh, the first day was like they wanted us there come in with them. And I think middle school is going to be like drop me down, drop me off two blocks down the street. I don't want anybody to see y'all. Actually, you know, let me take that back. Maybe, maybe not this time, but maybe, maybe for high school. But I do think this middle school drop off is going to be a little bit different for that first day. Uh, I feel like I might end up being one of those embarrassing dads. But um, uh, today was a very, very special day, man. Very special day. Uh, I, I'm involved with my son, but as far as the school goes, I'm not very involved. Like, uh, if there's if they need like money for a kid who can't go to a field trip, I'm that guy. Here's an extra eight dollars, ten dollars, fifteen. I'll do that. Or the teachers want coffee, I'll get it. I'll drop it off. But yeah, I really don't like. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't. I can't say I'm like hands on involved with the school, uh, and like. Now, after going to that ceremony and seeing him connect with his friends, hearing the stories, seeing how they all interact with each other, I'm not going to say I regret it, but from moving forward, I I know I need to be involved more with his, like, uh, field trips with the faculty. My wife kind of handles that, and I let her do that. And, uh, yeah, I just think from moving forward, I need to be more involved with that because Seeing what I saw today, I feel like I kind of missed out on some things. Um, no regrets. Just learn, like, you know what? I need to be more, a little bit more involved than just giving money or sending extra Kleenexes or whatever whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, I'm uh, I'm so proud of my son. I'm so proud of my little boy. He got straight A's, straight A's on his report card, uh, honor roll, uh math award writing award and i want to say what was it it was honor roll 
What the what the hell was the other one? I can't. He got four things. How how did I forget this that quickly? <laughs> it's, it's on my phone, which I'm recording from. So yeah, yeah. The the graduation certificate. On, oh, that's what it was. The diploma, honor roll, math award, and the writing award. Um, it's just it's in, it's it's a. It's a wild thing seeing your baby walk across the stage. They call their name, and they handing him these certificates, math awards, writing awards, honor roll. Just knowing like everything that we've been through uh, with him, you know, even just thinking about the pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. Just all those memories kind of come flowing back in when you when you go to stuff like this. And uh, he had such a, a great time. And it was just really cool. Like, we, we after the ceremony, we, we went back to the class and uh, we gathered gathered up all of his things and stuff. And just seeing all his friends, like, Miles, Miles, come here, come here, come here. And, like, his friends are like, are you Miles' dad? Are you his parents? And meeting the other parents and stuff like that. And just hearing other parents come up to us and go, hey, you know, our son talks about Miles all the time. They talk. He talks about Miles all the time. They talk about it's just it's just it's a it's a it's a very humbling thing and it makes me feel really really good that uh, I feel like we're doing a pretty decent job at raising a a nice young man uh, and I feel like we are about to hit the thick of it going into middle school and high school uh, I feel like the the innocent days are behind us but the best the best days are still ahead but like uh, the stakes are you know are rising a bit but. Um, I think he had a great time in, in, in elementary school. Uh, it also made me realize how tragic it was for a lot of those kids to miss out on almost two years of in-school uh, interaction with each other. You know, whether how you, no matter how you feel about that shit, you know, the pandemic, it, it, is, it is what it is, or now it was what it was. Uh, we can't go back. But they, they did miss out uh, a, a, at least a year and a half, depending on where you live at, on um, being with each other. Uh, interacting with other kids and that's very very valuable and, and special time uh but hey shit happens man the the world does what it's doing and we just have to adjust to it because uh mother nature or uh, the the powers that be whoever whatever it is has some other shit in the cards for us and we just had to deal with it um but yeah it's um it was it was a good ceremony i thought i would cry more uh, I was pretty teary eyed the entire time. Uh, they had a lot of fun. They got to throw their hats up at the end, and uh, yeah, it, it's just I, I'm so so proud of him. So proud of my boy, and uh, I, I think he's ready to move on. He is a little sad that the res is is uh he he's done at res, but we told him hey like this is life, man. You, you know we we went here for six years, and now it, it's time to move on to bigger and, and better things, and. Yeah, I just I also want to give my wife a shout out, man, because uh, without her, he he definitely could not have done as well in school uh, as he did. You know, when when we started this whole school thing, going to school, and uh, we went through the process of like figuring out what was going on with the hyperactivity, just couldn't really sit still just interjecting this and I, I remember my wife kept saying like he he just he it seems like he has a battery in his back he can't sit still he's rolling around and like i never really saw that from him and uh that was a tough journey 
because for a little while we weren't sure like hey what's going on here is he autistic uh is he is he on the spectrum at all is there behavioral issues like what is going on and then he gets diagnosed with ADHD and me being who I was at the time pretty hesitant you know just didn't really want to jump into the drugs listening to other people uh their bullshit about how they just trying to drug our kids and and I'll say man if it wasn't for my wife talking to me sitting me down explaining things to me uh I yeah there's no telling where where my son would be academically and uh you know, just in school-wise in general, because he he loves to go to school. He 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 really does. Uh, he has another friend who I I can't name. I heard some stories about him. Matter of fact, he was a kid who helped Miles out when somebody made some real racial weird racial comment to him, and I thought this kid was pretty cool. He's not a bad kid, but he's he obviously has some stuff going on. I think he may have ADHD too. Just just the behavior is just insane. Just can't wait in his face. I mean, even at one point today, I turn around and like he's guiding Miles to go to play in some other area. And he literally has Miles by his arm and a hand in his back. And I got to go, hey, man, keep your hands off him. You don't need to touch. Okay? Just keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Just a little too aggressive, a, a slightly a, a, a bit obsessed with Miles. It's a and, I, and look, it's it's innocent. I, I get it, but this kid doesn't know any boundaries, and he's not a bad kid. Just got a lot of shit going on, and I look at him. I go, man, that could very easily be our son if we didn't, if we weren't pro, if my wife wasn't proactive. And doing research and, and making appointments and getting the medicate, he could be in the same boat. Now I don't know this kid's whole deal, but I'm just saying from the outside looking in, from whatever I've experienced, the behavior is like classic ADHD, untreated ADHD uh, behavior, and uh, just just seeing that was just like man, it just showed me how much I owe my wife because at the time at the time when he when he really needed this cuz with these situations like getting in early is the biggest thing and uh we would have been late if it was up to me you know we would have been very very late on on the medication and 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 uh seeing therapists well not really therapists talking to specialists and stuff like that her doing a lot of research watching stuff on YouTube uh talking with the school getting the IEP getting all the you know the things that he needs uh, to be successful in 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 school, because I could very I could easily see uh, behavior issues overshadowing his uh, academic achievements, and we always have talked about that with him, uh, e- even at an early age. It's like, hey man, you are a black kid, all right? You're a black boy. This is a majority white area, and the moment. You- you become a behavioral issue. All the other stuff that you're good, you're good at, it doesn't matter anymore. Now, I'm pretty sure some people might be rolling their eyes and go, why does it have to be a... Look, man, I am what I am. We are who we are. This is This is the America we live in. And that's how we talk to our son. You don't like it? Hey, you don't have to. But we're honest. We're honest with our son. Uh, we don't try to inundate him with, with racial stuff. But he knows what's up. 
this is this is I wasn't even gonna talk about about this. I forgot about it. This is weird, and I think this is the first time he's he's ever experienced this. I pick him up from school. I want to say on Monday we go to the grocery store, uh, which is pretty common for us to do after we get out of school. And uh, we walk in, and there's a, a family walking towards us. We, we walk by, and I don't hear it, but Miles comes up to me. He goes, Daddy, did you hear that? That little girl just says you look scary. <laughs> and just a look on his face, I go, well, how did that make you feel, buddy? He goes, eh, it didn't really make me feel good. I go, do you think your dad looks mean? He goes, no, not really. And I go, well, that's how some people kind of see us. And look out, it's just a little kid. I had on glasses. I got big hair i can understand how i'm a big dude i can understand how i could look scary to a little kid i'm a big person but i it just to see the look on his face and to hear him talk about it uh was a little eye-opening for me um but we're proud of you miles you did a great job your whole family's proud of you everybody's proud of you we love you buddy you did a great job and we are really looking forward to see seeing what you're gonna do in middle school and further so we love you to, again buddy great job mommy and daddy are very very proud of you and uh we only see nothing but good things uh moving forward all right so that's the milestone i know it's a little long but <laughs> it's a subject very very near and dear to my heart and a huge moment in his life in our lives and in our family's uh lives i, I feel like we no longer have a, a little kid man we now we got us a young a young man on our hands Things things are gonna change, you know. It's just, uh, and we haven't been here. This is all un- uncharted waters for us, man. All uncharted waters, and I'm, I'm I'm like I tell him, I'm gonna go in with a good attitude, a positive attitude, and uh, I just know th- things are gonna go well for him. He did well in his. Uh, I think I might have mentioned this, but um, he did well on his on his ma- advanced math placement test. He did very very well. He scored over what he needed. So we'll see what happens with that. I want to say he did it also with his science. So maybe they'll put him in some advanced science classes as well. Uh, he's looking forward to the STEM stuff in in, um, in middle school. I think they have even have they even have like a robotics or some type of uh, coding STEM class that he's looking forward to uh, being in next year. So, yeah. So I, I I'd say it was a successful year. I would say it was a successful uh, elementary career. <laughs> and uh we're moving on to middle school and mom and dad are getting fucking old all right so <sighs> speaking of getting old i'm a, i'm gonna go right to the, the lebron james story lebron james and the, and the los angeles lakers were swept by the denver nuggets by jokic in the in the nuggets and uh i thought i i would be the only one to think this just because I've said this before, as much as I love basketball, I'm just not as in tune to it as I used to be. I used to know, I used to know everything, everybody, every squad, not anymore. But uh, man, uh, I think <laughs> I think this series really kind of like showed you how much LeBron James really has left in the gas tank. And I'm not going to be one of these doomsday people. I'm not saying that he's washed up, that he's done, but just starting to see that this man is a human being. I still feel like he's better than most players in the league. Probably 90%. I think he said 90, maybe 95% uh, better than 90, 95% of the league. 
which I cannot disagree with. I would say more like maybe 90 than 95, but that's my ignorance speaking. Uh, I think he's still in the top 10%. I, I think he's still in the top 10%. Yeah. Now, if we if we if we want to chart everything out like his athleticism and how fast he can run up and down the court, I mean, yeah, I mean he's almost forty years old. He's not going to be the fastest, the highest jumper uh, in, in the league. He's not going to be the most athletic anymore. But my man can still get up and down the court. He can still get over that rim. Uh, but I, I just think after so many years, I mean, you you just you just you just don't have it in you, man. And you, yeah, you're just getting older. You're getting older, and I didn't think I would hear any rumblings of it, but you are. Is, will LeBron James retire? Uh, I don't think he will, and from what I saw, it sounds like he's he's kind of walking back the um, I want to play with Bronny thing one day. He says something to the effect of like, yeah, that's kind of what I would want, but that doesn't mean that's what Bronny wants. You know, that's what he, he was saying. Um, will he retire? I don't I don't think so. But then again, with these guys, you never know. You never know what they're going to do. You, you you just don't. Is it likely? I, I don't think so. But um, I do think if he really wanted to play with Bronny, I think he should take off a season. Take off a season. I like I I don't because I think what he really wanted to do was just play play play. Bronny comes in maybe like all right I'm leaving and I'm going to Orlando to play with my son for a year or some shit like that or whatever wherever Bronny may end up going. Um, and is Bronny gonna be a one and done at USC? We'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean just physically, just looking at him, I don't. I got to see him play against other college kids. I, I don't know. I think Bronny is, is an awesome player, but I, I, I don't know if he is good enough to be a one-and-done guy. I, I, I don't know. Um, if he stays two years or three years, if he stays two years, I think LeBron James will have to retire for you know, at least – he would have to uh, – would he retire? I don't know. Can you can you just take time off from the NBA? Maybe he'd not come back but not officially retire because I don't know if he would want to retire and then come back. I, I don't know. And I don't think – I don't know. But if, if Bronny does three years in college, yeah, that that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> he would have to take off two years, come back the year before, get his NBA legs, and then – play with Bronny for a few games and then be done done. But if Bronny is a one and done one and done player, I I maybe he maybe he could last long enough in the draft to uh get picked by the Lakers. But then again, people will teams will go, you know what, if we draft Bronny, maybe LeBron James will tell the Lakers like, hey man, I gotta get the fuck up out of here. I'm going to Minnesota. I'm going to I don't know. I don't know where, where New York. I don't know where Bonnie would go. Philly. No, nah, they're too good. They'll be pretty high in the draft. Let's see. What, is, what does the 2025 draft look like? Let's see. 2025 NBA draft. Mock draft. They got mock drafts for everything. 
Dude from the Congo. Let's see. Carter Bryant. This is crazy that these dudes are already. This is a mock draft. Could you imagine seeing yourself on a mock draft? And just thinking like, oh, I got this. This is good. Yeah, this is this is pretty 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 wild. I'm not seeing Bronny in this first round at all. But then again, I don't know how. I don't even. I can't even pronounce half these fucking names. Mitar Bosnanovich. John Bow. I wonder if that's Nasir Cunningham. Flory Badiga. Number one, a projected number one pick from the Congo. 6'10, 225, 6'6, 6'6, 6'10, 6'4. See, LeBroni is 6'2, man, 6'3, maybe. And I'm not, I get, there's a 165 guy with another 6'1. Yeah, I just don't even know if he has the physicality, man. But who's, who's, oh, you got a 6'10 dude here that they're projecting to go 26 in the draft. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I just don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if physically he has the, uh, the body to be a one and done guy. I mean, just just looking at him. Yeah, I I, I would I got I got to see him play in college a little bit for me to make my decision because my decision is what really matters here because I'm the I'm the biggest expert. But yeah, I uh I don't know, man. For LeBron to play with Bronny, it's it's gonna be tough. I think he's gonna have to he's gonna have to take he's gonna have to take a seat, man. For a year or two years or something, unless Bronny is is a one and done dude. But if LeBron, if, if Bronny wants to have a serious career in the NBA, I think uh, he's going to have to uh, he's going to have to stay some years, man. He's going to have to stay some years. What is this? This is the twenty twenty five, twenty twenty four mock draft. Oh, okay, twenty twenty four mock draft. My bad, I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, 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 because that would be – because he could come out next year. This is an ESPN article. Let's see what they – I'll just see. Oh, wow, they got him projected as a top 10 pick. Okay. All right. Well, hey, if he's a top 10 pick, it it, it could happen. Man, so, all right, maybe, you know, all that, I was wrong. <laughs> they say they said he's a, he's a top 10 pick, projected as a top 10 pick. Like what, let me see. When was this written? Oh, okay, a couple of weeks ago. A couple, yeah, a couple of months ago. Sierra Canyon's broad guard, Bronny James, is projected as a top ten in the twenty-four, yeah, twenty twenty-four NBA draft. Okay, um, that this, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know he was good, but I didn't know they were gonna project him top ten. Damn. Okay. It's it's it, it could happen, man. It could happen. It could happen. It, it would be pretty dope. Um, yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. So they're swept. They're gone. They're, the Lakers are done. People are happy. Um, it did cross my mind for a second. Like, damn, will LeBron top retire? But my reasoning for him, my re, my thoughts behind him retiring early, if you will is to give his body some rest so he could come back and play with his son, especially if his son is going to be uh, a multi-year college player. But if he's projected to be a top 10 player, if everything goes as planned, yeah, this motherfucker could be in the league next year, which will be absolutely 
insane. Could you imagine LeBron James versus Bronny James in a game? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I think that's more likely to happen than, than them being on the same team unless LeBron James told the Lakers, like, hey, I'm done, and then he went to another team. And no other team was going to turn him down. And and that's the thing, too. What I, what I was saying, like, if LeBron James, if Bronny James is out there, would a team not take him just so LeBron will wear their jersey for a couple of months? Would it be worth it to say that, hey, LeBron James and his son played here? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the Nuggets look great. Joker, after watching that man, how the fuck did that man not win the MVP? And I understand it's the body of work for the whole season, but I think Joker just showed people y'all fucked up. Y'all, it, it should have been me. It should have been me. Because that dude, like we sat here and, and we talked about LeBron James. He was, I don't, this sounds rude. I don't want to say he's, he's the complete opposite. But when you talk about athleticism and all, he's not the guy. But watching Joker play is one of the dopest things. Because you can actually see everything he does because it's like a quarter of the speed of everybody else. Just his his skill set is un- unbelievable. His his eyesight on the court is crazy. Uh, just his his range, his his low post moves, just his IQ. He's a fun player to watch. He's one of those dudes. He's so un- unathletic. He really thinks like I could be in the NBA if that's what he's doing. I could be in the league. I should be in the league. Um. Let's see, we got, uh, okay, the Celtics held on for one more game, for another game. Uh, look, the Heat cooking right now. Jimmy Jimmy Butler is doing his thing. I don't know if the Celtics can go, come back. I don't think anybody ever has. Um, but I will say this. It's a two versus an eight seed, so if it's ever going to happen, this would probably be the time. The, and the Heat are doing this shit without the Tyler Hero, man. Because I'm watching this team like they don't even really seem like they have a lot of superstars. Like as good as Jimmy Butler is, there's something about that guy. Just to me, he doesn't seem like a superstar. And I think that's a good thing. Kind of same thing with Tim Duncan. They seem kind of low maintenance. They get in there, they get the work done, and they out. Um, What else we got? This fucking, What is this up with this website? What the fuck is this? All right. So yeah, the the uh yeah, the, the Nuggets are the waiting on the uh the the to the Heat to close this out. Uh so I think we're going definitely going to see a, a a Heat Nuggets series a 1 versus 8. Um man, depending on what Jimmy Butler show up, it could be interesting, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets just swept them. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Um I think that's it. There's a show, that's the show. Oh, um actually let me Next week DC Thursday, Howard Theater. I'm with Neil Brennan, then Friday, Kennedy Center with Neil Brennan, and then Saturday, Baltimore Soundstage, June 3rd with Neil Brennan. I'm super excited. Um last week 
Host battle up in D.C., Room 808, was really, really fun. It was a small crowd, but probably one of the best crowds we had. Shout out to Omar Sharif. He was on the show. Very, very funny dude out of D.C. Had a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's continuing to grow up in D.C. So if you if you are in the D.C. area, it's the every third Wednesday of the month. Host battle with me, Winston Hodges. Uh, shout out to my man, Ramin Mastafavi. I did a show for him on last Friday up in Manassas. Dope show. At this old, like, Ford, it used to be an old Ford screen theater that they turned into an event center. They knocked down two of the walls and turned three of the uh, theaters into one big event center. And then one theater they left for smaller events. And they do comedy shows and all type of stuff in there. Great crowd. Great setup. A lot of fun. Just great night of comedy. And uh, I was opening for... For my man Winston Hodges, he went to the Bahamas to open for me for two weeks, uh, and here I am back home opening for him. And because uh, I have no ego when it comes to that, who the fuck am I? Money is money. Uh, I got to try some new shit, you know. And it was only like, this is how you know I've been here for a long time. Because I'm like, it was only an hour and a half away from home when I moved here like seven years ago. If you told me I had to drive an hour and a half to get to a show, I would have been pissed. But it beats two and a half hours. That's my that's my normal commute. Actually, two, two and a half is my normal commute. So something that's 30 minutes shorter seems close to me at this point. But uh, so shout out to everybody that came to 808. Thank you to everybody that was at the, uh, the show in Manassas. Uh, hopefully I'll get to meet and see a lot of people uh, at the Neil shows. Um, love you, Miles. You did a great job. Thank you, babe, for taking the lead and, and really letting me know like, Hey, this needs to have a medicinal approach. Cause if it was up to me, we would have been struggling every day and there's no telling how frustrated or irritated my son would be with school. Would he like school? Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, but, uh, he's doing well and we're just going to continue to work with him. Um, thanks for listening. There's a show. That's a show. I'm out. Peace.